Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine. And we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after <laughs> forever and ever. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Hello, beautiful. Welcome to the New Truth Podcast, episode 48. Whoop, whoop. How to never get ghosted in dating again. Whoa, this is a big Whoa. topic. Um, we are taking on this animal of ghosting. Um, this is one of the most common words or phrase, phrases. No, it's just a word. Ghosted? Anyways, words <laughs> that, uh, that gets brought up again and again and again with friends, with clients, Catherine's clients, my clients. It's just we this trend word is what it is, um, has gone viral so fast and everyone's talking about ghosting. And so mm -hmm. we are here to bring some love and attention to this topic and to give you some guidance around this topic um, because we don't want you to ever get ghosted again, right? Seriously. I was reading this morning that over half of the people who are dating right now have had this experience at least once. And it is mind blowing to me how many people have had this experience and how easy it is to immediately turn around and hate dating and feel like crap about dating. Yes. And so we knew that we needed to do this episode to support all of you because what we care about is feeling empowered in dating and relationships and breaking the myth of the powerless woman around dating and relationships. And so we hope as you listen to this, you really take it in that it is possible to never get ghosted again. And most of all, not do this to someone else because guess what? If you're listening, yes, <laughs> yes. you probably yes. have abandoned a conversation or left somebody hanging or left an email hanging and it's not okay. It's yes. Okay. Yeah. We get to, we get to break the paradigm. We get to change the paradigm by simply showing up differently and we get to change what we attract by showing up differently. I have a friend of mine who almost ghosted someone the other day. She's like, I want, I was so hurt. I just wanted to just not write back so bad. And then we had a deep chat about it and she was like, okay, I had to close the loophole because the reality is if you're not closing loopholes and you're not having those conversations where you're lovingly letting someone know, Hey, this isn't a fit, then you are uh, and I mean, th this goes with all, it could be like a, jo a job that's offering you a job or any, it could be with anything. It doesn't have to be with dating, but when you're not having the courage to be honest and transparent with where you're at and close those loopholes, those loopholes are affecting you too. If someone energetically is still hooked into you, is still trying to come forward when you've already like ended it within mm -hmm. yourself if you don't have the courage to communicate that, it's going to impact not only that other person, but also you and your karma around dating. <laughs> 
Seriously. So in case you didn't know, ghosting is when you are totally engaged with somebody on an app, or maybe you've even gone on a couple dates and then the person totally disappears. They disappear, never to be seen again, and you're left not knowing what happened. And I am going to share a little bit about what's happening in your brain when that's going on. But most of all, we're going to drum roll, please. <laughs> Wait, I have one more example. Oh, I have one more example okay. to add to the ghosting because this happened to a friend of mine very mm. recently within the last six months. She had a deep, deep connection with someone and they they were spending weekends together multiple times and they, they'd been dating for several months. Like it wasn't... Um, it wasn't, they didn't say they were in a committed relationship, but they had these profound, beautiful, soul, expansive experiences together and he just disappeared. And she wrote and wrote and I was like, maybe he's dead. <laughs> and, <laughs> but then she found out he wasn't and she was like, okay, I'm just like letting you know, I'm closing this loophole and I'm going to be deleting your number. And she did. Um, but it happens like, it's not just happening with women who are only talking on Tinder with someone or women who are going on one or two dates. Like it's happening with short term relationships mm -hmm. where people are just disappearing. And so, yeah, I'll let you do the big reveal though about ghosting. There's a few examples, so I'm sure mm -hmm. you can fill in the blanks if you have you have had an experience somewhat similar to any of those examples. And the drum roll is essentially first that it's so sad. There's even a term now that this happens yeah. so much because the truth is it's someone made a decision to not respond. Yeah. And that has absolutely nothing to do with you. It absolutely isn't okay. But what perpetuates all the pain around being ghosted is you keep telling yourself this story that you were ghosted and then vilifying the person who did this behavior. And then you're left feeling like crap about yourself. So. Yes. Yeah. And We're then you go tell your girlfriend and they're like, oh my God, I've been ghosted. Oh, I've been ghosted. And it just becomes, we've talked about this before. You gossip with your girlfriends about dating and then all of a sudden it becomes gasoline on the fire and the fire is raging out of control and everybody's getting ghosted because they're talking about being ghosted. I mean, not only do we create our own reality with what we put our attention and focus on, but also go like someone made that term up ghosted all it means at poor communication has existed since the beginning of time like this ghosting thing people think it's just since online dating it's this new thing where people just stop showing up and maybe people are becoming less honorable in the day of in the modern day technology era or something i don't know but ultimately think, all yeah. it means yeah i think that too we don't have to show up as fully when when we can hide behind screens and behind our phones but ultimately when somebody doesn't show up and doesn't respond to you and no longer like just pulls the plug and 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 disconnects from you what it means is they have shitty communication skills it means that they most people i've spoken to who have ghosted other people do it because they feel too bad to say something they don't have the courage and they don't have the words, the communication skills to be able to lovingly say, thank you so much for this time, but you know, this is not feeling like a fit or I got back together with my ex or um, my grandma's sick or I'm actually gay or whatever the reason is why they stopped showing up. 
most people don't have the communication skills because nobody taught us, right? right? We're all in it together. Nobody freaking gave us a book and taught us how to do relationship. Nobody taught us how to lovingly set a boundary, how to lovingly speak our truth. In fact, we got repressed from speaking our truth over and over again. So everyone out there who has ghosted you in the past simply just has shitty communication skills. But as soon as you give it a label of ghosting, you're now a victim of this circumstance that you have zero control over. And now you being a victim is going to put you in that powerlessness state. Catherine and I have been talking all about how the old paradigm of love is completely keeping you powerless to love, right? You're, if you're a victim to other people's behavior, you're going to have a really painful roller coaster of a life. If you're constantly on highs because of other people's behavior and then constantly crashing to the floor because of other people's behavior, he, his behavior actually has nothing to do with you. It has to do with where he's at in his development, where he's at within himself, his self-awareness, his ability to communicate, and his life and whatever's going on for him. It's not about you, but we take everything so freaking personal when we're dating, especially when we're dating, especially as women, because we've, it's been so built up that we're all, you know, supposed to be partner. And so there's this pressure. So like women take everything so freaking personal and it's not personal. It's not personal. And it's also, that's a sign of your inner child, (laughs) like that, that's Mm -hmm. at the core of it. And I think this is so important to talk about because we actually, as a society, I think as a result of social media are becoming more and more immature. Yeah. We've gone down. We are hiding we're going behind downhill the fast. screens and we're forgetting that it's another person. And also we're forgetting that we have to be able to disappoint other people. And yeah. we're forgetting that the moment someone decides to date, you're actually saying you might hurt me. Like we forget the inherent vulnerability that's always happening in dating. And it's everything that you just said about the feelings roller coaster. Even when I was just beginning my work, emotional mastery became the most important practice of a woman who's deciding to date and be in relationship. And I feel like the past couple episodes, if you are coming to us for the first time or you've been following along, I feel like we've really taken this on. In, in the past couple episodes, it's always been through the new truth, but what is happening when you feel really good, if you like someone and you're connecting with someone or really bad, if you're not, is you're essentially saying all of my emotions are up to chance. My emotions are not mine. I just fly like a leaf blowing in the wind. Like my therapist told me I was many years ago (laughs) Uh, on, you know, it's somebody else's job to make me feel good. And what is happening in your brain when you're ghosted is right. You're, you're dating someone, you're flooded with happy chemicals and you're feeling good. And when someone doesn't respond, what you're really pissed about is the feeling good has gone away. Yes. And you're making them responsible for how you feel. So now your brain's trying to process how, oh, I don't feel good anymore. And then you feel shame or embarrassed or disappointed or let down. And in order to manage that, because we don't like those feelings, we have to create a whole story around being ghosted. Rather than you wanna know what vulnerability sounds like is, wow, I'm really hurt that that person just did that, or I'm super bummed out, or I feel disappointed, or I'm embarrassed, and my mind is spinning. 
And then you remind yourself that someone else's behavior has nothing to do with you. And if someone literally doesn't have the capacity to tell you what's true for them or how they're feeling or that they no longer want to engage with you, probably not a person you want to be in relationship with. And that's where I always come back to. Guess what? You just keep saying, thank you for showing me who you are. Thank you for showing me who you are. Thank you for showing me who you are. It has nothing to do with you. Fantasy and all the feeling good is not because of them. Yeah. Anyway, you have to learn how to feel good on your own. And that was the secret of my journey. Like the day that I understood that, where I was like, wait a second, I'm responsible for how I feel. It's up to me to do the things that support me in feeling good in my life, not wait for somebody to turn me on, not wait for somebody to kiss me and wake me up from my deep sleep of a really horrible existence if I don't have a partner, which is also the story. Mm -hmm. That's when you set yourself free. And then that's when you're actually being real and vulnerable and truly getting to know who someone is. And the chances are that when you're not in projection and that you're not swept by chemistry and you're not in some big fantasy about who the person is, chances are they're going to keep being more and more vulnerable with you and keep growing in trust and safety. And then they're probably not someone that would just disappear. Yeah. And if they would, it's their protective mechanism. Like it's their protection. I walked a client through this the other day. She had a guy that, that was just like, he, he wanted a serious relationship and she just got out of a marriage. Like she's not ready for a serious relationship. And he was like, so taken back when she was like, when she was wanted to keep dating and dating other people. And he, he responded very emotionally immaturely. And at first she was focusing on his behavior and and like judging him for it. And I, and I said, you know, he is, that's his saboteur. Like he's a little boy right now. He's feeling rejected, even though rejection's not real. It's what we do to ourselves and the stories we make up. He's feeling rejected in this moment. And he's looking at you and projecting it at you. And he's attacking his saboteur is attacking you. And, and so she right away from that lens was like, holy shit. Yeah. It has nothing to do with me. Oh my gosh. I read his messages and they felt really hurtful and directed at me. So it hurt really bad, but it had nothing to do with me. And she was able to have so much more compassion and so much more care for this person who she cared about. Um, yeah, I mean, it's everything. It doesn't like, and, and so we're not saying if someone that you, that you really enjoyed the connection with and you have, you're having a good time with them, if they all of a sudden just disappear, of course, that's going to feel bad. We're not saying like, oh, just leapfrog over it and be like, everything's great. He has bad communication skills. It's like, know that feel your feelings about it, feel the sadness about the connection that felt really good. That's not there. And then keep feeding your heart in other ways like that. What you just said is so freaking important. And we say this over and over again on the right. podcast that knowing how to fill yourself up and be your own internal resource for feeling good so that when that love comes along or that connection comes along, you're not sideswiped by it in a pleasurable way. How many women do you know? And I know this used to be me with every freaking guy I dated. <laughs> I'd get so sideswiped. I'd be like, oh my God, he's the one. This is the love, like the man of my dreams in the first five minutes. 
And just because I felt these endorphins, I felt good inside my body. So I would be swept away and sideswiped by the love. And then the moment it didn't feel good or it didn't work out, I would be sideswiped the other way. And so, and this is the old paradigm. It's fantasy-based. It's not rooted in truth. It's not rooted in the present moment. It's not rooted in the trusting of the unfolding of the relationship. It's sideswipe over here, sideswipe over there. Sideswipe, it's it's jarring. It's incredibly jarring. And yes, those highs might feel really, really good. But imagine you had your life set up in such a way that you felt deeply satisfied and nourished and fulfilled and turned on and lit up like you do when you meet a guy you like or a woman. And imagine you felt like that most of the time in your life. Obviously, we're still going to have shitty days and, and challenging experiences, but imagine your life was set up to feel that way. Then you wouldn't be so sideswiped by the, the connection in the first place, which means you wouldn't be so devastated if the connection doesn't last. Right. Right. That's it. This is everything. And it feels like when you really get the growth that comes from dating and relationship, like I've said all the time, relationship is the best personal development workshop there is. And Hell we yeah. really want to celebrate every single one of you that's willing to put herself out there. If you have been willing to take the risk in love, we celebrate you because there is no reward. There is no growth. There is no gift in you deciding that you want to control life and you want to just hide and in someone's job to come ride on a horse and break down all the walls and slay <laughs> the dragon. That's not how this works, but you actually, here's the kicker to this episode. You have no control over someone else. It's actually ever. impossible to guarantee that you will never be ghosted ever again. You can decide to tell yourself a new story. Yes. You can decide who you want to be in dating and relationship. You can decide and remember that you literally have no idea who someone is for the first good long while in dating and that you watch for signs of emotional maturity. Because guess what? All the research shows that emotional connection is what makes relationships last. Not how much you have in common, mm -hmm. not how great sex you have. Also mm -hmm. great sex happens as a result of emotional safety, 100%. by the way. But you decide that if someone flips out when they don't get what they want, they're not a safe partner for you. I'm thinking about the story you just told about your client. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, he got, he yes. got super shitty because she yeah. wasn't in a relationship. That's not a safe person for her. No, right? it's not if fine. You don't, if you share how you feel and you're not met with kindness and respect, I mean, if you're met with a little kid throwing a tantrum, that's not okay. And guess what? It's your inner child throwing a tantrum when she doesn't get what she wants, when the person she assigned to give her all the good feelings decides to make a different decision and no longer engage with you. Yes, it sucks, but that's not the person you want anyway. And you do have to have the strength to remind yourself of that. And that's everything you just said, feel your feelings, but also stay connected enough to yourself to tell yourself the empowering truths of what a bummer. I kind of wish it didn't work out that way. And thank you for showing me who you are. Yes. Thank you for showing me who you are. But yes. you get to stay open in love. You don't have to shut down your desire. And we're going to do a, a, a podcast episode about what to do when you want to give up on love. But we're going to give you a little sneak peek right now, which is that's a freaking cop out. If you're going to give up on love now because someone else decided to behave badly in dating, that is not okay. 
and the risk of love. I go through 10,000 feelings a day. I am disappointed in my relationship. I'm frustrated in my relationship. All those things happen, but there's not a reason to shut down in love. And that's what you're building. When you do the work, you're building emotional mastery. When you reparent yourself, you're building emotional mastery. You're becoming sovereign and so deeply connected to yourself that nothing can rock you so deeply that you end up not being able to find yourself again. Yeah. And that these emotional ruptures end up being a catalyst to go deeper into your relationship with yourself, because every time you feel rejection or you feel abandoned or you feel um, hurt, it's an opportunity to go into yourself and deepen your relationship within yourself. But what the saboteur or the inner child wants to do is to go out and blame the world. And that's what we're taught. Everyone around us is blaming the world for their inner experience. But ultimately nobody can change your inner experience and you have zero control over the world. So may as well shift your focus and put your attention where you do have control, which is your inner experience. And so like the, everything you just said about breaking, about how, how to break, break up with, um, this idea of ghosting also, also, ah. Puppy. Leela's really committed to having us. Leela agrees. That was a, yeah, that was an agreeance. Um, Be the change in the world you wish to see. The Gandhi quote. Yes. Be the change in the world you wish to see. I'm sure you've heard this quote before, but the other way, other than like doing the work of separating yourself from their behavior and, and taking, personalizing everything, taking everything personally, ultimately you can be the change. And we alluded to this at the beginning, but you can be the change. You can be the woman who walks through the world, clear in her boundaries, lovingly speaking her truth over and over and over again. When something doesn't feel aligned, lovingly communicating that to the person. And if they attack you for it, okay, that's good information. Now you know who they are. And if they um, you know, if they try and change your mind, you lovingly stand solid in your truth and you, you learn how to be boundaried and how to speak up for what is true for you. You be the honest person instead of being the one who also is muddling communication and not being clear with what you want and not being clear with who you are and not being clear with when something is over or something doesn't feel aligned. Right. It's either aligned or it's not aligned. We don't need the big drama, the big story. All you need to know is, does this feel aligned or does this not feel aligned? And so get out of the fantasy what feeds this dynamic and what feeds this idea of ghosting is completely rooted in fantasy Um, and get back into using dating, like you said, using dating as a conscious tool to grow which means dating from non-attachment, dating from right here, right now. Even if a connection is really fucking amazing, it doesn't mean they're meant to be your life partner. Even if you have flowing conversation or you feel turned on or you laugh your head off, even if you have so many things in common, it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean they're going to be your life partner. So when you can date from the present moment and you know, even if you see someone for three months straight, it still doesn't mean they're your life partner. Even if you see someone for six years, it doesn't mean that like do your best to come back to, and obviously your, your saboteur ego mind's always going to go to the future. It's always going to be in fantasy. So you have to pull it back. You have to dial yourself back and come back to your body, 
come back to the here now, come back to owning everything that you feel. Oh, I, I gave him all the credit. Okay. How am I feeling? I'm feeling turned on. I'm feeling excited. I'm feeling happy. Okay. I'm going to feed that part of me more. I'm going to feed myself more and come back to now because that's actually all we have. And most of us are freaking missing now because we're so busy worrying about the future or trying to rush to the future or trying to rush to the next thing. And we're missing the experience. We're controlling other people. <laughs> and trying, trying to, to control, trying to control other people. Exactly. Or passing over other charge. people's behavior. I keep thinking as I'm listening to you, you can either be part of the problem or part of the solution. solution. And everyone loves complaining about dating. Yeah. Everyone loves complaining about dating. And no one Donald loves <laughs> really getting honest with how am I behaving when dating? Oh, yeah. cool. I've totally done all the things that I'm getting super pissed about or getting upset about. Yes. And that builds compassion and accountability. And I do think we're going to change the dating culture, one woman at a time deciding to be different herself. And yes. there are people falling in love for real all day, every day. There yeah. are people starting new, healthy, epic relationships right now. And you can either decide to be one of them or mm -hmm. keep complaining and staying stuck and choosing to be a woman who tells the truth, like the gift of your relationship, the gift of the new truth is that your relationship will only be as real as your willingness to tell the truth about how you feel. Yeah. And if you blame someone else for your feelings, if you blame another person for whatever experience is going on in your life, you can't possibly feel good. Mm -hmm. And I, I really, it, I'm so proud of us for this podcast. And we love all of you so much for listening because it is over and over and over again, being reminded about the truth of who you are and how powerful you are. And you can decide how your life goes. I never had a relationship last longer than a year. And I was thinking about this the other day. I, for most of my dating life on a first date, everyone wanted to sleep with me. And then after doing my work and then dating, I never had that experience. I never had the experience mm -hmm. of a man on a first date, try and make a pass at me. Yeah. But the, yet before that, every single one did and just assumed that that was going to happen. And I just this week have listened to clients who are totally unhooked from the fantasy. They're having so much fun when mm -hmm. dating, they're being honest and vulnerable and they're so happy. And I'm like, oh, cool. Isn't it funny? Absolutely nothing in the world has changed. You're the one who's changed. It's yes. an inside job, my friend. 100%. Every, that is so freaking <laughs> true. Everything we experience is just a reflection of what's happening inside of us. Inside. So use this as an opportunity to get out of his car and get back into your own. Yes. Now, yes you are not a victim. Yes. You are not a victim of any circumstance. And the more you focus on the things that suck. I said Donald Trump when you said dating. So I have to speak to it because people are like, <laughs> what? Who was that random? Um, that like well, complaining about dating is just like complaining about Donald Trump. It's like the more you complain about the thing that you have zero control over, the more chaos you're feeling internally. It, it's like that again, the gasoline on the fire. And then the fire is raging inside of you and you feel so shitty and you're not sleeping, you're not digesting and you, all these things happen and, and you feel so crappy because we're spending so much time complaining about things that are totally out of our control, which is absolutely fucking everything. Nothing is in our control except for our perception and our inner world, how we right. navigate the world internally. So do the work, my friends.
And it's it's really important to have a witness. Like this is the gift of coaching is you have somebody who's walking with you through the path, somebody supporting you and learning how to manage your emotions like an adult. And if this has happened to you over and over and over again, if you keep being ghosted, it's not okay. And it does not have to keep happening like this. Yes. And you do need to be able to handle your disappointment like an adult. And that's going to come from me soon. I got to make a video or post about this, <laughs> the difference. But it's part, you know, we want to move away from having any even fantasy about it never happening again. Like mm-hmm. that's a fantasy too. That's just as much a fantasy of happily ever after. Mm-hmm. And so when you decide to date and enter into the realm of relationship, you're building resilience, you're yes. building your ability to handle anything that happens. And most of all, what we care about is you being able to trust yourself, you being able to pick yourself up and over and over again, believe in the beauty of your dreams, the beauty of your desires and the beauty of your soul, which is nothing to do with what you look like. Yeah. And everything to do with you shining the light as a woman who loves herself and trusts herself and believes in herself and believes in her capacity to create the life and relationship that she wants. You are not in the passenger seat. You're not hoping and wishing for something to change. You are the change. Yes. Mic drop. (laughs) And every single connection that happens in your life whether it's for one date or a few text exchange or a five minute conversation at a coffee shop, every connection is divine. It's only the old paradigm that tells women that we're all supposed to be with one person forever and ever that keeps us feeling constantly disheartened and disappointed by everything that isn't that. That is fucked. Every single single experience matters. Even Even the short ones that break your heart because you're in fantasy and you <laughs> you feel like you've been a victim to the circumstance. But even then, even when you have a really amazing connection and then it's gone, that was for you. That was happening for you, not to you. That was a part of your evolution. That was a soul connection you were meant to experience in this lifetime so that you could become more of who you're meant to be. It's all divine. There is and- no, there is no accidents. There is no mistakes. I, I'm, I feel really um, sad when I hear women who've been single for a long time, who discount every relationship they had. Like I've been single for five years, but I've had, I mean, I used to do this actually, but I've had like three short-term little, but they don't even count. It's like, we don't even count the, the blips. No, every single one counts. They're not experiences and they're part of, even if it was a toxic one and then you got the courage to leave, you got the courage to leave. And that's where the growth is. And that's where the beauty of that experience lies and the lesson and the gift. And this is the mindset work. Yeah. Don't discount the experiences. You have to choose to focus on that. Like we're survival beings. We have a negativity bias. It is very easy for the brain. The brain's designed to actually look for problems. So you have to decide that every single day, this is part of feeling good, right? Right now, I have no doubt that you can look around your life and name the things that are right and good and wonderful in your world and right and good about the experiences that you had and right and good about all that's going on for you. And instead of focusing on all the things that you wish you would change about dating culture or all the things that you wish were different about the guy that chose not to respond, letting you know who they are and where mm-hmm. the, the limits to their capacity, 
Yeah. Right? You can choose to focus on what is right and wonderful about you. You did nothing wrong. You were not the cause of someone else's behavior, despite what your inner child wants to convince you yeah. of or what freaking cosmopolitan, you know, get your ex back or how to be, you know, I can't even like think of the crap that is out there, but yeah. We hope you love this episode (laughs) and and are are feeling fired up. And you know that we've got so much support for you on how to be able to do dating differently, do relationship differently, take charge of your life and be the sovereign, beautiful, magnetic woman that you already are. And so we're here for you. If you loved this episode, we'd love to hear from you. And we so appreciate every time you share the work with women that you know need to hear this message. And we hope to see you in the New Truth Movement Facebook group. See you soon. 